Bob Durkin died last year at the age of 65. His older brother, Bill, still struggles to make sense of that death. Last month, Bill spoke to his lifelong friend, Casey McCarthy, as part of our StoryCorps series. They talked about Bob's many troubles, becoming estranged from his family and addicted to drugs. It started when Bob left Chicago at age 20 and drove west to Colorado. He drove out there with my mom's car, and my parents were in Florida on vacation. When they came back, they said, where's Bobby? And sure enough, he calls about a week later and said, I'm, I'm in Aspen and I'm going to stay there. And I remember my dad starting to yell at him, you know, you can't go out there. You can't do this. You know, you took our car, blah, blah, blah. My brother hung up. So he, he gets integrated into the Colorado community and he famously becomes uh, an amazing skier. I know there was that one article in Sports Illustrated where he was one of the few people doing aerial somersaults on a mono ski. He was a really good ski instructor, and he would teach like Glenn Fry from the Eagles or Barbara Streisand, James Kahn, you know, all these celebrities that were constantly doing cocaine. And he got addicted to cocaine. Uh, okay. I knew that he was like this wild child, but I never connected what was the root cause of that? And I mentioned this a little bit at the celebration of his life, that Bobby was molested as a kid. All of the stuff that he was doing was almost like he had a death wish. You know, he was angry. You know, one, one of my biggest regrets, Casey, is I never knew it. Uh, at what point did his life fall apart and all of a sudden you're not hearing from him at all? He was done with Colorado. His body was to the point where he couldn't ski any, you know. So he went to um, Los Angeles. Now it was crack cocaine. He was starting to live on the street. And then all of a sudden he got in trouble with some police. So he went into jail. And I learned, you know, not to just keep giving him money. And he stopped calling. You lost touch with him for a number of years, right? I mean, he was out there homeless for about 25 years. And, you know, I just go out there and see if I could find him. One year, I thought, well, I'm going to just eat at this restaurant right by the United Center. And I'm sitting there, just ordered, and here comes Bobby. I mean, he looked terrible. You know, he's, all his teeth were gone. He, had, he was limping. He couldn't walk. You know, I stood up. I told the waitress. There's my brother. I've been looking at him for 20 years, right? So I run out and I said, Bobby. And he looks at me and he says, I knew you would come for me. I want to fast forward to the homecoming. He gets home while your parents are still alive. There's obvious trepidation about, is he going to go back on drugs? But he really had moved on and he's becoming this great guy. He volunteered to be the caretaker for your parents, physical caretaker and live with them. And it goes fantastic. Here it is, that perfect ending, and it's taken away in a random auto accident. Car comes along, and maybe a distracted driver crosses into the shoulder and wipes him out immediately in one quick second. I never dreamt Bobby would die. I thought right. we had years. And I, I really, Case, I wanted Bobby to stand on a stage and tell his story. 
And the thing that pains me the most right now is that I never helped him do that because I thought we had a lot of time and we don't have a lot of time. That was Bill Durkin talking to his friend Casey McCarthy. They were recorded by StoryCorps, a national initiative to record and collect stories of everyday people. WBEZ's Bill Healy produced this excerpt. You're listening to WBEZ.